1: After all, it's only pressure. You got this.
0: Adidas. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at boardwalkhardwood.com. They take on the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. You can hear the pregame at 5 o'clock, action at 6 here on 101 ESPN. And, of course, you can see it on Valley Sports. John Kelly and Jamie Rivers will have the call. And John Kelly, the TV voice of the Blues, joins us now here on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Randy. How are you? Everything's great. And for those that uh, didn't pay close attention over the weekend because the Blues have been out for such a long time, really impressive weekend for the Blues.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, I think, an understatement, Randy. They win 3-1 in Buffalo on Saturday and then a very impressive 7-2 victory on Super Bowl Sunday. So how about that? They score a touchdown on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, And Torrey Krug had five assists, which was a club record for most assists in one game by a Blues defenseman. So, um, you know, I think the exciting thing is, Randy, is that the Blues have now won seven of eight games, and I'm starting to see this team get more confidence and a bit of a swagger. And that's a great thing to see. So they have a really tough schedule here, uh, Toronto tonight, and then they come home to take on McDavid and the Oilers on Thursday and then a huge game Saturday against the Predators. But you win seven of eight games that gives you a lot of confidence. And I think the Blues have the most confidence they've had this season.
2: Going back to what you were just talking there with that impressive win with the Blues against the Canadians, 7-2, to you talked about Torrey Krug with his career high five points, and then you have Jake Neighbors. He had a great game as well, Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo. But I want to go to Alexi Torpchenko because is it fair to say that he set the tone of the game with that goal just 25 seconds in?
1: Yeah, that's a good point, Brock. It was a highlight reel goal, his eighth goal of the year, and he scored seven or eight goals this year on the road. So he's been a very impressive player. And, you know, that line with Sunquist and Nathan Walker has been really good. Yeah, it's an identity line for the Blues. Um, all three guys like to play physically. Um, they have pretty good speed. So it's, it's been really fun to watch. So, But Torpchenko is still a young player. And, you know, he's still a bit inconsistent when it comes to scoring goals. But you see him make a play like that. Um, going wide with his speed and you know his size, he's tough to defend. Um, this is a guy that certainly down the road could score to me fifteen, twenty goals. Um, so I th- I still think he's still scratching the surface of what he could do down the road. He's he's a really um, dynamic player when he when he gets that puck wide because of the rules in the game. It's tough to stop him.
2: J.K., the power play, six best in the NHL since Drew Bannister and Brad Richards took that over. What are you seeing with that power play?
1: You know, Dan, it's really amazing. I was looking at the numbers today. When Barupi was let go by the Blues, the power play was 8.4%, um, and it cost them a lot of games. So um, I, I think that, obviously, he, he's done a lot of things, and not just Bannister, but, you know, the entire coaching staff and, you know, their consultant, Brad Richards, and, um, but, you know, I, I think they've been more direct and, you know, not, you know, passing the puck around the perimeter for the, you know, the full two minutes looking for that perfect shot and perhaps too many seam passes. They're more direct. And the other thing I see is they have a lot more of a net front presence. And that's important. So, you know, the Thomas goal the other night or the other day in Montreal, a great example, you know, it's a rather harmless shot from distance by Robert Thomas. And there's a screen in front, and it just finds its way behind Jake Allen. So I think those are the things that I have seen, a more direct approach and a lot better net front presence. Um, since he took over in December.
0: Uh, J.K., at some point the Blues will get both uh, Justin Falk and Scott Perunovich back, but it's uh, an interesting thing in hockey and in, in any sport when you're rolling, you really don't want to mess with the chemistry, and we've seen it before. The Blues have had teams with a lot of injuries where guys came back. What's happening now, though, is it appears they're really developing some quality depth on on the blue line, aren't they?
1: Well, you know, I think that a a player like Kessel has come in, and he has been really solid. And to me, he's got to be in your top six, regardless of, you know, health and injuries and things like that. He's played that well. So when they do get those players back, it's a good problem to have. Uh, You know, I always say internal competition is the best competition you can have. So, um, you know, Scandella's done a good job. Rosen's come up and played a couple of games. And, you know, Rosen was really good last year with the Blues. He, He was... Uh, a plus-minus leader on defense for the Blues last year in limited time, he was plus eighteen in forty-nine games. So he's a guy that can come in. He's he's a bit of a veteran now, so it's a good thing. So hopefully those guys can can get back soon. Um, but but right now you're right. You don't really want to miss mess with a winning lineup, uh, guys. But obviously when when especially when Falk comes back, there's no question he comes right back in the lineup.
2: J.K., I want to ask you about uh, the trade deadline just a little bit here. As you mentioned, they're 7-1-0 and in their last eight, five straight road wins. And I'm not asking you to speak on behalf of the organization. I, I'm just curious of your thoughts on, do you think in your time in the NHL that maybe this changes a little bit, the mindset of what you do going into the trade deadline?
1: You know, Dan, I think that, you know, big picture where the Blues are in their – Eleva, eleva, uh, elevate, um The way they are right now, I'm, I'm searching for that word. Evolution, um, ev- evolution. There we go. It's, you know, I'm still, still early here in Toronto. <laughs> um, um, I, I don't think that they certainly are going to be, even if they're in a playoff spot. You know, a team that's going to really, you know, be big buyers at the deadline. You know that they, they still want to accumulate young players and draft choices and things like that. Um, so unless the, the bottom fell out of this team and they were, you know, six, eight or more points out of a playoff spot, then I think they would be sellers. Um, but right now they're in a playoff spot by a couple of points. So, you know, my guess is they'll be sort of in neutral and we'll see what happens injury wise and where they are health wise at the deadline, but Uh, Certainly, if they're in a playoff spot, I I can't see them selling off parts, even though they do have a couple of UFAs. So I think right now the the best guess would be they would probably do very little, if nothing, at the deadline.
0: Finally, J.K., you're in Toronto, and it is the mecca, and the media coverage (laughs) is unbelievable, and the fans are unbelievable. What's different about being at a game in Toronto than most places?
1: Well, I think, you know, Randy, when you go to Toronto, and we were just in Montreal, there's just um, a, a great atmosphere around the town, and it's it's a hockey town. And obviously, the, the Leafs are so popular here. It's, such, it's the biggest city in Canada by a lot. Um, they're starving for a Stanley Cup championship. They haven't won a cup since 1967. So, you know, they're a good team. They've made the playoffs seven straight years, but, again, haven't won in a long time. So I think that the biggest thing is the atmosphere around town and at the games, is really good, and it's, you know, obviously a very knowledgeable crowd. But, you know, they have a lot of controversy right now. Morgan Riley, their number one defenseman, at the end of the last game in Ottawa, he cross-checked Ridley Gregg after he scored into an empty net when he slapped the puck into the net, and he has an in-person hearing today in New York, and I expect him to get probably at least a five-game suspension. So that's good for the Blues because he won't play tonight, and, of course, they play the Leafs next Monday and probably miss that game as well.
2: What did you think of that whole situation? I know that it's been a lightning rod of some people on one side, the other people on the other side, about the empty net, taking a slap shot, then the big hit. What do you think, J.K.? I I guess maybe different eras of hockey and how we evaluate this?
1: Yeah, Dan, you know, probably 30, 40 years ago, um, Ridley, Greg probably would have been stretchered off the ice. Yes. And I'm not saying that's the the right response or the, the right thing. Um, to me, in this situation, um, punishment did not fit the crime. I mean, I don't agree with Greg slapping the puck into the net like that. I think it's rubbing uh, the opponent's face into a loss, and they're obviously frustrated. Um, it's the Battle of Ontario. It's a it's a, you know, a big rivalry game. But the response by Riley is over the top. I mean, to me, he should just come over and you know, grab Greg or you know, engage him in a fight. But to cross-check him in the, in the jaw... is is over the top, and the biggest thing is the Leafs are not guaranteed a playoff spot. They're, I think, only four points ahead of the Islanders, so they're in a battle to get in, and now they might lose their top defenseman, as I said, for whatever, four, five, six, seven, eight games. It's a big loss for them, so I think that he, he really, even though you're mad about the loss and what Greg did, It certainly, to me, was over the top.
0: John Kelly, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. Have a great time in Toronto today, and we will be tuned in tonight for the Blues and the Maple Leafs. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. That is John Kelly, TV Voice of the Blues on Bally Sports, with us as he is every Tuesday morning here on 101 ESPN.